Boom, boom. Good evening, ladies Let's and make gentlemen. Some money. That's it. That's it. Welcome to Dunk You Very Much. Uh, this is October tenth, two thousand seventeen. Happy ten ten day, if you are listening. Thank you for Happy joining us. Birthday. This is your uh, host Sam Yarbs with me as always, my good friend Matthew Von Ryan. Sam, you and I have known each other for three years. We've healthily recorded thirty one episodes together. Thirty one. Are we do a uh, 148 max extension? I believe we are, man. Sign me up. Put that ink on the paper. Three I love years, it. 31 podcasts? Come on, man. Let's Look at do our it. potential. Sign us up for <laughs> yeah, the max yeah, extension. We've got Ben Simmons potential, man. we got Ben Simmons potential. Yeah, this is a fun pod for you guys coming at you tonight. Thank you for joining us. Uh, tonight we are doing uh, probably part one of two here, our NBA futures, looking at the best futures bets for the NBA season, the 2017-2018 season coming up. Uh, and like everything here at Dunk You Very Much, we got to make a little contest. Talk about what, what kind of contest have we had so far, Matt? What have we done so far? I mean, we're gentlemen, so we start off with a steak dinner. Very good. We have a, a wins total. A street steak dinner. Well, we, this we is a, a dinner that's served on the street. Like, people in America, you can't understand how street the food gets in Taiwan. Street food is literally, your, your table is on like a, a, a parking spot on the street. There's, there's taxis bumping your elbow while you're pouring your A1 sauce. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous, but it's delicious, and, and the loser's gotta buy it. And buy it, yeah, that, that's for our wins total pod. If you missed that one, double back. That's a really fun game to check out, so I, I'd encourage you guys to go back and check out. And then for our season-long over-under predictions. I mean, um, another thing gentlemen do is they, they drink nice whiskey, but mm. we're not gentlemen. We're <laughs> punishing each other with bad whiskey. Oh. The loser. <laughs> <laughs> has to buy themselves a bottle of famous grouse That's and right. drink. Loser gets the whiskey. <laughs> Ten shots in two hours. Ten shots in two hours. That's no fun. And things are continuing to go downhill. The stakes for this game, how Matt and I are going to play, is each of us has 1,000 hypothetical U.S. dollars, um, which we have to split into 10 NBA futures bets, looking only at futures bets for the upcoming 2017-2018 season. But we got a range. 10 bets, and there's a, there's a big range, a range all over the place, a lot of fun bets to talk about. We're going to break down everything for you guys, including <laughs> some crazy props Pay attention. coming take at you notes. in part two, especially. They make you some um, money. They make you some money. We're going to make you some money for sure. One of these is going to hit. Um, and in any case, at the end of the season, whoever has ended up winning the most money or, or losing the least amount of money. Yeah. Matt, do you want to tell the folks what's going to happen uh, to the to the loser of this bet so uh where i'm a single man sam was once a single man and uh we're going to be able to control the other person's tender which we're downloading because neither of us use it at the moment of course but, not <laughs> <laughs> of course not wink but uh the other person will get to control our tender and profile post the pictures and the rule is anyone we match with, you have to respond with a compliment <laughs> and you have to choose a date with. If Sam's in a relationship, we'll, we'll, we'll delegate it. We'll, we'll think of some other ridiculous uh, <laughs> add-on to this. But the rules are the other person will control your Tinder, your profile, your pictures, your matches, and you have to give a compliment to everyone you match with. And then at the minimum, they'll be if, if, uh, you know, serious relationship, we don't break up. Anything too romantic, <laughs> we'll think more ridiculous. We'll make us over that's, down that's the line. Yeah, so troll over the other person's Tinder profile for a week. Shit's going to get messy, especially if it comes right on the heels. For example, if one of us lose each of these bets, and yeah. for example, I have to do 10 shots of grouse, yet I'm in control of your Tinder profile, things are going to get real messy yeah, if those two bets combine. Up. <laughs> We're going to eat a, a, an unsanitary <laughs> steak. We're probably going to have food poisoning. One of us is going to drink 10 shots, and then possibly that person will yeah, have... 
Full control, Full control of, that life. Like, of the other person's Tinder profile. So um, I would be vengeance. I'm probably imagining myself right there. <laughs> poisoning. Well, shots hey, ours, like, fuck you, Sam. Yeah. Sam's like, here, here you go, man. Take, take control of my life. Like, yeah, here you go. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I don't you. mind if I do. So, yeah, this is a great one. Yeah, full control of the Tinder profile for a week. That's going to get messy. Um, So we're breaking this down. This is going to be a two-parter because there's a lot of great bets to go over. And uh, a lot of tenders to swipe. A lot of tenders and super matches to make. It's going to be fun. We're going to start off in the first part of the podcast here. We're going to go over some things. We're going to go over the championship odds. We're going to look at the conference odds, division odds breakdown, the playoff odds for each team, uh, and see some of our best bets there. And we're going to finish off with two very, very fun categories. MVP and Rookie of the Year, saving the best for last. Rookie Absolutely, of the year. yeah. So starting off with the uh, the NBA title odds, we got yes. the Warriors. You need to bet two hundred dollars to a hundred dollars. It varies a little bit site to site, but it's pretty much you need to bet two hundred dollars to win a hundred dollars. Yeah, Sam, stay. I'm seeing a minus one sixty. Crazy. Sam, what do you feel like when you bet? money and you get back less than you bet like is that a bet you will ever take i don't think i'd feel good about that i would not take it so golden state versus the fields yeah nine three and a half to one so you bet three hundred fifty dollars you win a hundred dollars sorry you bet a hundred dollars you win three hundred fifty dollars uh we got the celtics seven and a half to one the spurs ten to one the rockets ten to one the wizards 28 to one the thunder 30 to one and so on and so forth Sam, did you see any value in these bets? And again, like these things have moved around. So if you have a different site, like yeah, give me the so just back up here to kind of paint broad strokes. Uh, when I'm when I'm looking at my again, I got to make tenders bets here for this season. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to have a theme of consistency running through the year in terms of what I think is going to happen. If you think certain things are going to happen throughout the year, then you can kind of inform your bets in certain ways. Mm-hmm. So one of the main themes I'm looking for is that. It, there's certain categories of bets where basically you're betting on injury, and if you're taking any team other betting than the Golden State, injury. yeah, basically if you're taking any team other than the Golden State Warriors, you're betting that there will be an injury, right? That's fair. Yeah. I feel like if That's... at the odds that they're putting, that you're betting on an injury, and I don't feel so for me personally, I don't feel good about making any of my best bets one basically hoping someone's got to get injured for that bet to come true and materialize now were someone to get injured that might be a, a few tasty numbers there to have on your side but i don't like any of these none of the championship odds made my best bet the numbers that you just said right there i have an up there i think reflecting the carmelo anthony i had them at, at, at plus 1200 uh so you're getting 12 on the thunder right there whereas i think the these this site we're seeing now is showing us around 30 to 1 Around thirty to one, I I might be interested in the best bets. Throw throw a hundred bucks on the on the Thunder, uh, but at twelve to one, I don't think you're getting enough right there. What about you, Matt? What do you see in the championship odds? See, I'm not as good as of a person as you, Sam. So I'm I'm rooting for the injuries. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, twist an ankle, you gay, lanky motherfucker, Durant. And if the Warriors get injured, there's a lot of opportunities, a lot of value. And, Shit does uh, open up, yeah. So a number I found on uh, my bookie AG, I'm gonna bet a hundred bucks on Houston to win the title at twenty-eight to one. Ooh. And, and I do not think Houston win the title. Tasty number. I, I think I may have even taken their under, but twenty-eight to one, give me a hundred bucks on them. And then also, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna match it up. I'm gonna go double down on the injuries. I'm gonna take OKC sixteen to one. Also on mybookie.com. I mean, we saw here it's 30 to 1. Holy That's shit. That's crazy, yeah. I get 31. I'm jumping on that too, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is updated, so I guess I probably could. But I, I, Wow. I, I'm just going to use the numbers I wrote down originally. I like them at 16 to 1. I like that little that tandem because you know, if 
the Warriors go down, you know, if, say, Durant gets injured, or, right. or, or a couple people get injured, or, you know, like, you know, things like uh, Curry runs a pick and roll around, they bump knees. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bam, all of a sudden, yeah. Or, or, all of a sudden, it's a, Team Draymond. <laughs> a dick pick scandal, or, you know, with their current political climate, like, you know, someone... Trump says you, you can't protest this and someone protests that and like mm-hmm. you know you don't really know like I, I like getting big odds on good teams yeah in, in this in this kind of crazy climate and you know the, the Spurs were there they're ten to one but you know I, I kind of like not enough juice I, I, I like the juice man. yeah like, this is just small numbers these are my long shots I don't have too many long shots but I like Houston twenty eight to one okay see sixteen to one I like the logic there I like the logic of what you of what you're doing there is that. You know, there is a logic to, we're talking about the Warriors going to their fourth straight NBA Finals. The history of teams making four in a row, there's, there's not a long history of teams who have been able to make four finals in a row. Mm. At a certain point, you have to think that attrition is going to wear in. They've been in three wars. You know, that's an, yeah. obviously an overused sports cliche. They've been in wars with these Cavaliers, <laughs> but it's been true. Those have been hell. I mean, they play a game we all play every week. Yeah, exactly. You know, but the, uh, you know, obviously last year, just a five-game series. But the two before uh, were, you know, were, were brutal slogs. They've been playing deep, deep, deep in the season every year. Uh, there are guys with injury concerns. The thing that makes me think that they're going to be kind of immune to that four um, that four in a row bug is the fact that they're kind of a new team as of last year, having added Durant. Um, where the fact that they can even absorb and I, I just see a massive year out of Durant. I like that. I also like the logic of you taking two Western Conference teams. You know, I had the Celtics uh, at the site that I looked at as uh, as plus eight hundred, uh, so eight to one, and the Cavs at three and a half to one. Definitely not enough juice on either of those teams. And you no. have to think, if the Warriors go down early, the team that comes out of the West is going to be battle-hardened. They've been through a slog in the playoffs. Uh, the Western Conference, we all agree, is a superior conference. So why, if you can get 28-1 to on Houston, why would you take 8-1 to on the Celtics? Uh, it seems like that. I, I like your logic there. I just don't see any team taking down the Warriors, and I don't want to root for injury this year. Wow, so two of your best bets right off the, right the gate yeah. on the championship. I like it. I like it. Nice, nice, I nice. Love odds. So, yeah, next up we got the uh, divisional odds. Let's, let's, t- let's, t- let's touch quick on the conferences. Are there, any, are there any numbers in the conferences that you like? Let me pitch a number to you. Can we do yeah, a little okay. buy or sell here? Okay, um, I think the Eastern Conference this year is very, very interesting. You have Boston struggling to integrate new players. You've got uh, Cleveland without Isaiah Thomas going in, LeBron shouldering a, you know, a huge workload after having made the finals for I don't know how many years in a row it's been since he's been in the finals. An insane workload. What do you think about the Wizards at 12-1 to of the Eastern Conference? I looked at them, but I also I, I think their bench is so is so weak, and I, I don't believe in Otto Porter. That's it. Like mm. it, it comes down to, is Otto Porter the third guy? Because I think there is a window open, you're getting that that big of a number, twelve to one. It is interesting to play, but I just honestly don't believe. Like, I don't believe in their bench. I don't believe in their starters. So yeah, I, I, I'm I'm not a fan. What do you? What I did not. I also I also do not. I also do not have them as my best bet. No, I don't. I you know the Warriors. The, the sorry, the Wizards would be. It'd be a stretch for me to put them as the best bet. Boston plus two forty. You're getting almost two and a half to one. It's just um, you know a, a, that was close. That was one of the ones I. Left that's a little off. tasty, but two and a, I wish it was you know if that was close to the, to three or four to one, I might be you know a little bit more interested in that. That, that number need to move a little bit in the West. OKC plus seven fifty uh, and Houston at, at plus one thousand. Uh, but I think if you like Houston out of the West at plus one thousand, 
why not take them the championship odds at twenty eight to one? You know, it seems like uh, exactly. they win in one more series against a, a weaker conference. Uh, I think you already made the good move with both the uh, with the um, with the Thunder and with Houston in that sense. So plus, if you get them there, then you can hedge your bets. You know, like mm. if you get this great like twenty eight to one score. Now you, you can bet the other team and uh, yeah. come out of winner either way. Yeah, so, so none of the conference bets seem tasty to me. Wizards, I, I hesitated for a second. I took a peek, but no, nah, I, I, I don't see it. I do like John Wall this year. I like John Wall this year. We might talk about him I later. really thought about him for the MVP bet. Interesting. He, he was really, I think he's about 8-1. to one. We'll, we'll get to that later, but yeah. he, was, uh, he was, I was circling his name. Oh. Uh, so, Sam, I, I got to ask you, people keep talking about the Celtics. Like, they got four new guys to integrate, two, two, four new two. starters. Yes, four new starters. Cavaliers, starting Dwayne Wade, Derrick Rose, Christ, <laughs> and Jay Crowder. That's three new starters. Yeah. Like, why is there a discrepancy in like the narrative? Like, why is it not that the Cavaliers are starting three new players? Like, why is it? I think it's because the um, the the best player on Cleveland is still the same guy, still LeBron James, and I think that you've seen how LeBron has been able to integrate with new teammates. And it's, and it's not like him and Dwayne Wade is, is going to be a, a totally new... There's already a, a built-in familiarity there, though. Yeah, I want to redraw my over-under for the Cavs. I don't know about the... Most... I saw that reverse dunk. You said reverse dunk? I did not. This Dwayne is Wade dribbles under the basket. Reverse dunk just fucking like, like a 20-year-old, like, springy dude just slams it home. Like, uh, he must be fuck? on the... Uh... I saw I was like... I want to read. I want to redo on my over under. <laughs> Maybe he got on the uh, LeBron James training program. Yeah, and he's using the same hyperbaric chambers that LeBron James is using, and certainly none of the illegal Mexican supplements. I'm sure none of those guys would ever want to use. Uh, Fountain of Youth in Cleveland. Awesome. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I think I think the narrative is because the, you know the the two best players on the Celtics starting are, are new. And they both come from separate teams, so you have the two best players integrating. Whereas LeBron is the is the is the linchpin, the consistency. I don't think you worry about integrating Jay Crowder into your rotate. You know, I think yeah. Jay, he, you know, knock down some threes, which are going to look a lot more open this year because you got LeBron and play some defense. You don't have to worry about integrating that guy. Whereas you have kind of a. Uh, a, 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 not a huge heavy usage guy in Hayward, but like certainly in the number one option, uh, whereas he will not be the primary ball handler or the number one option uh, scoring-wise in Boston, the, uh, though at times he may be, yeah. when uh, Kyrie, I mean, it seems like it's clear that Kyrie's going to be, it's going to be very interesting watching them in preseason. They've been exciting. Um, so, to go back a little bit, one, uh, one player I thought was really interesting was Kevin Love at 150 to 1. And I don't think Kevin Love's going to win the MVP, but it's 150 to 1. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm looking at Nikola Jokic, I'm looking at all these, like, players who are listed, you know, Damian Lillard, they're all, like, 60 to 1, 80 to 1. And I have to close my eyes and imagine. Can I imagine a world, like, can I imagine the newspaper, the story, Stephen A. Smith talking about it, where, you know, this player builds up enough hype to get there. And I thought about, like, Kevin Love, like, he's a starting center, LeBron might take a, a back like a, a back seat, you mm-hmm. know, to save the injury for the playoffs. Like, could Kevin Love get there? And I, I just couldn't imagine it. There's no way it's happening. Where like, did you say no? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, a lot of things like I could see him averaging twenty eight points a game this year. Twenty eight and ten. Like I can yeah. see that. But I cannot see him winning the MVP. No. Even at 151, I just I, I couldn't do it. I can't, yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to pull the trigger on that one. Uh, why don't we touch on the on the division odds right now? Uh, always some interesting bets. Division's kind of like the overlooked. No one talks about divisions during the regular season until it comes down to the end and the division 
might screw up your playoff seedings a little bit. Yeah. But there's always a little bit of interesting uh, uh, juice to be had when you're gambling in the divisions. Is there anything in the divisions? Why don't you break down some of the conferences here? And uh, yeah, absolutely. I think with the divisions, there's no long shot odds, so it's not as sexy. But uh, I think there's actually a lot of value. So let's start with the Atlantic. The Celtics are uh, a two to one favorite, so you need about two hundred bucks to win a hundred dollars. The Raptors three and a half to one. Seventy Sixers. Six and a half to one. Sam, you like the 76ers? I do not. I do not. <laughs> I do not. The Central East, we got the Cavs. They are, wow, they are minus 600. You know about $600. Look at this dumpster fire of a division. $100. Bucks, six to one. That's that's about it. Like, do you think the Bucks can overtake the Cavs? That's an interesting question. I don't know. Uh, getting to the Southeast, the Wizards are minus 125. The Magic are the next best team at plus four and a half to one. And Sam, I got to stop us because this is one of my best bets. Ooh. I, I think, so I got some long shot bets, but also I want to make a little bit of money. Yeah. I'm going to bet a hundred bucks to win back my, my 75 bucks. I, I think this is a lock. I don't see how the Wizards can lose this conference. You have the Magic, the Heat. Six to one. That's the team that would make Hornets, me nervous right there. Six and a half to one about Batum is without out Batum. I don't like the Hornets, months. but I do the like the Hawks. There, yeah, yeah so, Hawks are just miserable. Yeah, you get the Heat and the Hornets. I don't think the Magic, second best team on this conference. That's a we, this. This is July second odds. These are different uh, different odds than I've seen earlier. But yeah, that that's interesting. I had the Heat as a plus three fifty in that. Um, to, to, to win that division. But yeah, I also so, have the Wizards at minus 125. You had the, so you like the so, Wiz. Is that one of your best bets, man? Yep, it is. I'm going wow. To, I'm going the Wizards. The uh, Wizards but, uh, at minus 125. Not giving up too much. It's basically even bet uh, to to win the division. I That's think it's, I think smart it's bet. easy money. I just want to lock up this little bit of money. Because I'm picking some long shots. 28 to 1, 16 to 1. I need to make a little bit of money. Make you know? some money. Yeah, take take the sure thing. I kind of like the heat. I, I was looking at them at, heat, plus, at plus 350. And seeing them, at, if I had seen them at plus 600, that definitely would have been one of my best bets. This These odds are as of July 2nd on the particular site so we're looking at right changed? now. Like, the heat didn't add anyone. I think probably the money has moved. I think if this heat started at plus 600, I think the money kind of, I yeah. think the money had to come in on the heat. Uh, I think the heat had been get. I mean, people just start to look around at the Eastern Conference the, the closer we got to the season and realize, holy shit, someone's got to make the playoffs. There's going to be eight playoff teams. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's one of my other ongoing themes for this gambling is that someone has to make the playoffs, and making the playoffs has consequences for certain races and uh, statistical benchmarks. The Heat at plus 350, I just didn't like enough. If I could get them at plus 600, I might take a flyer on the Heat I, to I, win that division. You, I like the Heat this year. You could bet them both. You bet the Wizard and the Heat, you know? Yeah, the, yeah, head yourself right there. Exactly. That would that would be a, that'd be kind of a smart bet. If you can find the Heat at plus 600, which I would imagine probably some sharps have done, and it's probably banged down us now. I, I, I was seeing them at 3.5 to 1. I didn't like them right there, though I did circle that number i don't have a best bet in any of the eastern conference divisions yeah so here's the most interesting division i i, I yeah. pitched sam this question uh a long time ago is the northwest the, the best division in the nba because of its depth so here's a conference i think is the only conference where there's no there's no favorite everyone you're getting odds on so the northwest division you got the t-wolves you're getting 2.2 to 1 mm -hmm. the jazz 2.25 to 1. The Thunder, 2.5 to 1. Again, that's July 2nd, so that's pre-Carmelo Anthony trade. Probably that number has moved a little bit, but yeah. Probably a little bit, yeah. 
and the Nuggets eight to one, and the Blazers ten to one. Yeah. So you, you know, know I love me some Nuggets, don't you, Matt? You know me, I love me some Nuggets. Yeah, there you go. You got uh, eight to one. Eight to one. I saw them at, at five and a half to one. Still not one of my best bets. Yeah. Um, I think that the Thunder are going to be really good. You and I are on the same page with this Thunder, the Thunder team. Thunder, we I love, love the Thunder. Thunder. I'm banging them home. We like them both for a two seed. Uh, in the in the West, right? Possible I believe, two, yeah. yeah, possible two, two or three for sure. Yeah, I think we both see them being way up there. And I'd if be that's the case, two or three. They're winning that division. Yeah, if they're in that, if they're in that range, yeah, absolutely. Go Southwest. You got a. Uh, this is a really, this is a really interesting division as well. You got the Spurs almost even at one point one to to one, so mm-hmm. one hundred and ten dollars to what a hundred dollars. You got the Rockets almost there too, one point two five to one. And then uh, you know, Pelicans ten to one, Grizzlies sixteen to one, Mavs twenty five to one. Twenty five to one, yeah. Is there? I mean, that's a tough one. You got two two teams that are almost even odds. Yeah, right at the top. You're yeah. almost flipping a coin at that. Exactly, sense. and that's what I, that's what I feel like it's going to be like. I like the Rockets more than the Spurs, but because you're not getting any significant amount of money with the Rockets, I didn't make them one of my best bets. You don't get enough in my eye to to make it worth banging the Rockets, even though I like the Rockets a lot as a regular season team. So, Sam, you're a guy who likes value? Yeah. You're not going to like this next bet. Pacific <laughs> Division, you need to bet $2,500 to win $100. <laughs> if you want the, the Warriors, you need to bet $2,500. Not $250, Again, if you're gambling, if you're gambling injury, the Clippers are plus twenty five hundred, twenty five to one, on the Clippers. Clippers to win that division. I would not bet that. Yeah, I, I think the Warriors, even with injury, I think they have. These can't have that many injuries. I feel like there's just not enough injuries to. They'd have to lose all of the big four. They can lose the championship. And even then, <laughs> but they can't lose the Pacific Division. Yeah, they can't lose the Pacific Division. Yeah, so. I didn't see any values. Way. I didn't see any values in the division. I like that Wizards. Um, I like the. I like just kind of choosing the favorite as a kind of a safe bet. The Wizards being um, perhaps the safest bet that's still returning kind of even odds. I think it's whereas like the Warriors money. obviously the safest bet. Yeah. So I like that. I like that. I like that move. I like your logic with the first two a little more long shot. So to recap right now, Matt, you've taken us through three of your best bets. Uh, Houston at twenty eight to one. And Oklahoma City Thunder sixteen to one to win the championship, and then you have the Wizards at minus one twenty five betting. Basically, um, you have to bet. Um, sorry, if you bet one hundred dollars, you return seventy five dollars to win their division, and that's basically all of the big team ones. Oh, except for the uh, the playoff odds. Let's talk about some playoff bets, Matt. Okay. Because uh, another another bet you can make in the future is just you can bet yes or no on teams' odds to make the playoffs. Because so far my side of the board is empty in terms of uh, best bets, but I do have some best bets here in the uh, in the playoff odds. Yeah, pool. it's a long list. We recommend you guys run through it yourselves. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll point out one interesting one is the the Warriors. I, I think it's just ridiculous. It's funny. The, the Warriors right now, uh, if you want to bet them to not make the playoffs, or sorry, to make the playoffs, you need to bet one, or sorry, $10,000 to win $100. To win $100, man, yeah. You need you, to you need to put $10,000 yeah. of your money 
and wait for seven months and then collect your $100. There is a higher return on investment for knocking your own teeth out of your head and putting them under your pillow and waiting for your mom and dad. It's tooth fairy. It's significantly more value uh, in terms of time and compounded interest. Or beg for change in front of the Westgate Casino. You'll make way more money. You'll make way more money. You'll make way more than $100. Don't bet that. Just not wasting your time. Yeah, again, so you can go through every single playoff team and uh, every single team and look at their odds. and predictably, you know, the best teams, don't uh, they're not returning them much money. So I want to look at teams that I think are either undervalued or overvalued. The only way to make some money right there. So yeah. I've, got a, I've, got a couple of, uh, I've got a couple of bets I want to pitch to you, Matt, uh, and, and sell you on right here. Yep. So um, one of my theories in, in terms of teams that are overvalued. Um, 76 is. What if I could tell you about another Eastern Conference team that uh, that lost a few pieces this year, and other than you know missing a few other pieces, hasn't really added anything. It's kind of running back the same crew. What if I could give you four and a half to one that the Toronto Raptors will miss the playoffs this year? Four and a half to one, they'll miss it. They will not be in the playoffs. No way. They'll for sure be in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't take that, <laughs> that bet either. I didn't take that bet either, but I almost wanted to. The Raptors, That's I don't know. Not even close. The Raptors don't impress me, but the East is so bad. Uh, a team that I do think is going to miss the playoffs, and this is one of my best bets, is... Sam's best bets. Plus 475. So basically uh, 4.75 to one that the Minnesota Timberwolves will miss the playoffs. I do, not, I do not like the T-Wolves making the playoffs. I think that they are one of the overhyped wow. teams. We looked at their over-under, plus 17 games from last year. I think that fight for those last playoff spots is uh, is really, really competitive. T-Wolves to miss the playoffs at plus 475. I'm in shock. I don't know what to say. Like, that's, that's wild, man. After this last podcast, I always confused Denver and Memphis. In uh, Minnesota, like they seem such similar teams, like <laughs> yeah. bad teams, no not audience. bad teams that yeah. like, yeah, no, no audience. That now are like these great teams, and uh, wow, that, that's that's a that's a bold prediction. I got one for you, Sam. Not as bold. This is another like I'm just trying to make a little bit of money. I like Memphis to not make the playoffs. Like I think this team is. is I, I love Fizdale, and he's and Memphis is always an overachieving team, but Memphis. Minus one thirty, so I'm uh, giving a little bit of juice there. Mm. Another safe bet, I like yeah, that. You're taking that. Safe yeah. bet, just interesting. Yeah, getting a little juice. I, I think I think Memphis, man. If Conley or Gasol get injured, which they're prone to, which Gasol is prone to do, yeah. And Conley is getting old. If one of those players gets injured, they are not making the playoffs. Conley's my and, home. And if they are both healthy, I still don't think they're making the playoffs. So I, I yeah. like I like this bet. It, it's a it's not. That's very a good profitable, one. but, you know, put that money in your pocket. So can we talk about the West for a second? Let's um, do it. Because I thought that was an interesting, uh, in the recent podcast, Zach Lowe kind of broke it down for Jeff Van Gundy. I think, and I think that we kind of agreed when we were going through our over-unders. Um, let's talk about the Western Conference playoffs, because we've got, I think we both agree from our over-under pod that the top four teams are kind of set. It's going to be Golden State, Spurs, Rockets, and OKC in some order. We like OKC, but yeah. those top four are kind of set. Yeah. So that leaves... Uh, the Utah Jazz, the Clippers, the Denver Nuggets, Minnesota Timberwolves, the Portland Trailblazers, and the um, Pelicans, the Pelicans, and Grizzlies. the Grizzlies, 
And did I miss any other teams right there? Probably not. Yeah, and uh, and okay. Pelicans might be generous to include in that seven, but we can put them in there. Those seven teams. <laughs> I thought you took their over. But. Fighting for and they're over, but their over isn't playoff bound. Uh, they're uh, I like Anthony Davis this year. We'll get to that later. Um, oh. Uh, so uh, those seven teams, we got four playoff teams from that group of seven. Which teams do you see uh, being playoff teams out of those seven? I mean, I think the Jazz, Memphis, and Pelicans that. They're, they're all out. Like, I, Jazz, Memphis, Pelicans. So you like I, the I Trailblazers, think, I, I the Nuggets. I believe it's going to be clear, too. I know right now like it's debatable and so I'm saying, yeah. I think it's going to be really clear really early. I yeah. think by All-Star break, it's going to be set. Who are the top eight teams? Yeah, you and, think it's going to be a, a clear line of demarcation. Like, so Nuggets, Timberwolves, Clippers, and... Blazers. Blazers are in. Yeah, and I think the other teams are Fuck, out. Fuck, I like that too, but I don't like the what I'm betting. I'm still betting the T Wolves out as my top pick. I don't know. <laughs> just too many wins for that team. They did. They just didn't win last but year. I don't see how the Cat Jazz was like. I mean, I think they're they're right around 41. Like, I think they're like okay. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be the bad teams lose to the good teams. Yeah. And then uh, the Pelicans. I, I I really believe like if I don't know. I'm, I'm sure we can bet this. I just don't know how. If I could bet like under twenty wins, I would bet that for the Pelicans. Like, wow! I I think this is a team that's going to explode. I think, oh, I think uh, up next on our part two podcast, we got the first coach fired. I don't want to say who I'm thinking. Oh, Alvin nice. Gentry. Alvin Gentry. <laughs> I, I, I think this team's going to explode. I I would bet a million dollars against them. Interesting. I, that's I, I think that's it's good. A great team. Right. And then uh, the third team, uh, yeah, Memphis. I just think, I just think they're too old. They don't have any young players like. Not interested in this, yeah. I, I just think, I think there's going to be a big step back. And then mm-hmm. I think they're another team that could possibly, like, blow it up. Yeah, make a move. I mean, they already, you know, seen partial, like, certainly some of the older pieces shipped off. But Fizdale's They don't have their draft pick. Fizdale's is, is, is tough. I love Conley. They I don't, don't have their draft pick. They don't have their draft pick. Okay. I believe not. I that's should double. I should. I should double check there before I say. I believe the Celtics have their draft pick. I believe that's or one of Danny sure, Ange's yeah. treasure uh, treasure trove picks. I shouldn't talk uh, without having looked that up prior to the show, though. It's either um, this year or next year. So I mean, you're, so pretty, you're pretty close. That's the missing playoffs. Let's move over to the making the playoffs. Um, making the playoffs. My kind of my, my overarching theory was someone in the Eastern Conference has to be a playoff team. In fact, wait, eight teams have I, to be. I actually players. looked it up. Yeah, you're right. It's eight teams. Eight teams. Amazing. <laughs> I, I feel it was like. like four Four or five. It's a, it's it's it almost a crime eight. if you know if you like you know like the Timberwolves. I'm betting against them, but the fact that the Timberwolves might miss the playoffs and some of these atrocious teams might. Um, I this goes down to I'm not as high. I didn't like the numbers for some of these teams. I looked I looked real hard at the at the New York Knicks plus three seventy five to Ooh. make the playoffs. Um, you know, you know, Porzingis. If you kind of project a breakout year for him, if 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 Frankie Smokes can be an interesting player, plus three seventy five is nowhere near enough juice. Uh, the Pacers are plus three fifty. I hate the Pacers as a team, but that you figure like Indiana is always a team that goes out and and like their philosophy is they have to compete and try hard. They'd be a team that seems like most likely to be happy with an eight seed. Uh, whereas other teams would, you know, regret missing that lottery chance. Yeah. Um, the Bulls were plus 2,000, 20 to 1, um, which is just so much juice for the Bulls in a, in a conference that's so ridiculously horrible it almost seemed worthwhile, but then I just remember that their roster has, as far as I can tell, Zach Levine's still not healthy for the start of the year. That means zero competent NBA players except for They're Robin Lopez. They're probably more likely to get the one seed. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the one team that kind in of in the draft, fit, sorry. Yeah, the ones. Yeah, the, uh, uh, or I mean, they're probably as likely to get the one seed as they are to make the playoffs. Um, exactly. The one team that I th- that did strike the line between the right amount of juice, the right amount of circumstances, and a team that doesn't have its draft pick, uh, the Brooklyn Nets plus nine hundred is one of my best bets wow. to make the NBA playoffs this year. The Brooklyn Nets at pl- nine to one to make the playoffs. I'm putting a hundred bucks on Brooklyn. I mean, yeah, I like it. They they want to win, and you know they got a mixture of veterans. Ve- sorry, veteran. <laughs> veteran. They have veteran. They have they have Jeremy Lin's dreadlocks. They got Jeremy <laughs> dreadlock cultural appropriation. Did you see the Kenyan Martin? I saw it all. That oh, was it's amazing. amazing. It, it's so good. He's covered in Chinese tattoos, and <laughs> he's like, "You can't wear dreadlocks. You it, are." It, it's it's so true. Like it's so ridiculous where. Kmart called out Jeremy Lin for, uh, like, you know, why you have dreadlocks. That's, that's cultural misappropriation. Even though dreadlocks started in Egypt, not Africa. I mean, well, Egypt is for Africa, but, like... Uh, I mean, dreadlocks have been a feature of long-haired societies that haven't washed their hair for a long started. period of time. There were Nordic... There were Vikings with dreadlocks. I do think that cultural appropriation is a problem and that there are examples of it. I really don't find dreadlocks to be an example that that seems particularly compelling to me. I'm not sure. It is totally ridiculous. And Kmart <laughs> just got just got shut down. Like Jeremy Lin was just so classy about it. Like, well, you I forgot mean, the like, motherfucker went to Harvard. You know, like, you're starting an academic debate about cultural appropriation. He went to Harvard. Like he's, and, a, and he's just like, hey man, thanks for bringing it up. I really appreciate you. Here's my your, player's tribune piece, which yeah, is like just amazingly that, well written. And that, that's great that you brought up. I'm glad we're having this discussion. By the way, your your arm is covered in Chinese tattoos. That's totally cool. That's like, totally this, cool. You yeah, covered. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your arm says chicken noodle soup oh in Chinese because somebody fucked with you. Just, and, yeah. just roasted. That, yeah. that was brutal. Yeah, that brutal, was brutal, so brutal, fucking brutal, brutal. So uh, the Nets nine to one. There's some value there. And nine to one to in make a the playoffs. Conference, a team that's trying to win and a team that's got. A little bit of talent. And again, the East, we got the top four. I mean, Toronto's, I really don't like Toronto this year, but I think they're still top four. You got the, you got the, the Cavs, Boston, Wizards, and then you drop a line, you go on Toronto. So who's making the playoffs? You figure the Bucks are still going to be there. I like the Heat. I liked Charlotte, but Toom, I think, really hurts them being out. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, we've got a pool of mediocre teams. You've got yourselves, I'd put the 76ers, the injured Hornets. You've got uh, the Detroit Pistons with Avery Bradley. Um, coming in there, the Pacers maybe being scrappy, and I think the Nets. Like, why? Tell me why the Nets are so much worse than these than these other teams when they have no incentive to lose or tank. The only incentive they have is to try to build kind of a winning culture in there, and that's what they've the moves they've kind of. Made. I would say the the talent on the roster. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fair. 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 I, I, I would say like they have everything going for them except good players. Except like, good players, but I mean, can we like are is the roster of. So let's say okay, the Bucks get the fifth seed, and the Heat get the sixth seed. So seven and eight is okay. Maybe Charlotte is in there. So is are the Pacers that much? Are the Pistons no. that much better than the Nets? No, I don't know. Nine to one, I like it. That's that's one of my best bets. Yeah, I like it. Make a little make a little juice like right there. Make a little juice. All right, uh, on the next one. That's it for our team bets. That's it for the teams. Uh, do you have any other teams? Sorry, do you have any, any playoff bets? No, I do not. All right. Well, with that, we're going to move into uh, the first of the two individual awards we'll be covering. And in part two, we're coming back at you. Part two, we're going to hit defensive player of the year, most improved player, coach of the year, uh, season leaders for assists, rebounds, points, blocks, first team All-NBA, and some crazy, crazy prop bets. Uh, But we're at, um, uh, right now, we're going to break down the two 
biggest individual awards are the, I think the most interesting individual awards. Yeah, for sure. The things that the fans care the most about. We got to bury the lead on you guys. We're trying to make you some money. That's it. That's it. So you guys can see these teams live. Uh-huh. Make you some money. You go to SeatGeek, you enter Matt and Sam, <laughs> and then you get a $20 discount. So shout out to our sponsors. I'm also wearing MeUndies right now. We're not sponsored by MeUndies, but I'm wearing MeUndies. Anyway. And if I ever mailed a letter to my mom for Mother's Day, I would use Stamps.com. So. And if I dealt drugs, I would sign up for Stamps.com to get yeah, that free sure. scale. Yeah. Get, that, get that free scale. Get that free digi. <laughs> Never send any letters, just... Just, just weigh drugs. Make sure you don't give too much. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to be careful. All right. Um, should we start with MVP? Because I think Rookie of the Year is the most exciting uh, right, individual then. race. Let's start with the MVP. Uh, MVP for 2017-2018. Talk about our top um, our top picks for MVP. Last year was a kind of a historic MVP race. We had uh, Westbrook and Harden going down to the wire. Uh, a lot of people were loving Kai. Um, uh, Kawhi Leonard's chances in there, and then uh, and LeBron James always a always a candidate in there. So this year, um, you know, some injuries to Kevin Durant uh, kept him out of the running. Though I think early in the year he would have been a top running. This year I felt, can I say the MVP a little bit less, a uh, little bit less interesting than last year's MVP. I don't know. Uh, so I, actually, I think this is. A, I think you're onto something, Sam. That if the MVP betting is not interesting, there's almost like always going to be uh, betting fatigue, like mm-hmm. voting fatigue, where people right. like, the ta- like Curry, yeah, Curry, 28 points a game. Like, he did it last year. And right. he, he didn't win. Why are we giving the MVP this year? Mm-hmm. So I do think there is value in looking at, like, beyond that. Like, okay, mm-hmm. they're looking for someone new. They want to appoint someone new. The voters want someone new. Mm-hmm. They want something exciting. But let, let me run down the list. We got Kawhi, who's not playing the preseason. <laughs> But uh, is the leader at a three and a half to one? LeBron James four and a half to one, KD five and a half to one, Russell Westbrook six to one, Giannis Antetokounmpo at ten to one. That that one's really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Harden ten to one, Curry twelve to one, Kyrie Irving twelve to one, Anthony Davis eighteen to one, and Paul George thirty to one. There's some other like long long shots like I mentioned, Kevin Love mm-hmm. one hundred fifty to one, Sam. Do you want Kevin Love 151? No, I do not want any Kevin Love stock, please. So is there anyone on this list that you think is uh, viable? Is there there any value here? Anything interesting? Again, so like, okay. Your money on. What would have to happen? MVP. Remember, I'll take over your Tinder profile if you lose. You are going to take over my Tinder profile if if I lose. You got to look at, okay, what is going to happen on the year? So certain people's MVP candidacies or their, 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 their case rests on their team performance in a way that last year Westbrook kind of escaped the narrative of, you know, there's always the debate over MVP. Does it mean the player who's most valuable to a winning team? The player who he took away from his team? There's always a debate about what does MVP mean? And Westbrook kind of escaped the necessity of being on the uh, the best, the winning team um, by virtue of his... fringe of it. Yeah. There is that narrative where you have to be on a good team. Yeah, you have to be on a good, a top four Davis. team. Yeah, top yeah three team. Can't be missing the playoffs when the MVP. Even though if you were removed from your team, you might it might be horrible right. for that team. Um, so some of the long shot ones I was looking at, I saw Carl uh, Anthony Towns at thirty seven to one. Uh, huh. Kind of interesting. If you're high, if you if you really think that Minnesota 
is making the playoffs this year and potentially making the playoffs as like the fifth or sixth seed. Like some of these, and they're making an 18 game. Wait, fifth or sixth seed, is that enough? Like, I think they got to get to the four. I'm just saying, if, if Carl Anthony Towns just puts the team on his back as like the young center who does basically puts up Anthony Davis numbers but brings his team to like a high playoff seed or like a mid playoff seed, then maybe that's interesting. In the end, you're right. Is that enough? I don't think it is. I didn't put any, I wouldn't put a best bet on him. John Wall, thirty-three to one. If I, I love that one, I love the John Wall. If there's there's some interest, I actually saw him at ten to one, and I liked it. Oh, you liked him at ten? I saw him at thirty-three to one on Bovada. I'm not sure um, what this up, but again, what's interesting is the discrepancy between some of these sites and how the the money has moved. I saw John Wall at at, 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 at thirty-three to one, um, and I think he would be in this site as well because we're already down to to thirty to one guys, and we haven't seen John Wall yet. Um, so John Wall at thirty-three to one. In the end, though. I don't have a best bet for MVP, and my reason for it is this. I agree with you. I think there is going to be a certain degree of voter fatigue. I think that the voters, if you look at the last three years, you've had Westbrook, Curry, and Curry. At the same time, we've had three years of, am I correct with that? It was Westbrook and Curry. Curry is back-to-back MVP, right? Yeah. yeah. So Westbrook, Curry, Curry. At the same time, we've had three years of podcasters, commentators, NBA analysis talking about how everyone knows the best two players in the league are LeBron and Kevin Durant. Durant was injured last year, kind of was out of contention. LeBron was on the team with Kyrie sharing all the load. I think that this year, I think this year is going to be either LeBron or KD. I think they will, you know, LeBron has one more, one or two more years of being the best LeBron, peak LeBron. KD, if he's healthy all year and is protect, getting blocks, protecting the rim the way he is. I love both of these guys for potential MVPs, and I think that we swing back to recognizing the MVP as the best player in the league. And I think it's either going to be LeBron or KD. And I think you could flip a coin for who that will be. Sam, I couldn't disagree with you less. <laughs> I got Kevin Durant. I got him at. I had him at plus four hundred. I don't know what the rules are here. I, I have him at plus. I have him at plus five fifty. So that's five fifty here. Yeah. You give me five fifty. I got KD here. I think you're right. I think it is going to swing back to who is the best player. Like mm-hmm. I do think there is that narrative. So if you're looking at the Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, like these players, because Giannis at eight to one was was spicy, mm-hmm. but uh, you know these teams have to be a four seed. I think I took the Milwaukee under. I don't think they're gonna be a, a four seed, so no. I, I don't think it's Giannis's time. Yeah, I don't think it's his time yet. I, he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't have that jumper yet. That jumper's not there yet. I think and it's his time. Team sucks. And his team sucks. I, I think it's time for the league to. I don't think I. I can't see. Can you imagine looking back like 10 years from now and being like, oh, who was the MVP during the, you know, the middle of the 2000 teams? I was like, oh, it was Curry twice, and then Westbrook had that triple-double season, and then Giannis. Won. And we're like, well, who was the best player then? It was, it was clearly KD and LeBron. Yeah. KD and LeBron are clearly the best players. It's been you know, a few years since KD won it. I don't know how many years since LeBron won the regular season one. We take his greatness for granted in a way that um, I think as he uh, kind of maybe starts to show signs of reaching the apex and, and, and the pa- being past the apex of his prime where uh, you know people are going to appreciate him and what he puts does on a, on a more consistent level. I see this being a season-long thing between LeBron and KD. I do think that if KD protects, protects the, win- the rim and uh, performs the way he did in last year's playoffs, I think he's the better bet. And at five and a half to one is, is pretty tasty. I feel Sam, like you might control my Tinder profile at the end of this. I like your bets. And Sam, do you know who's the biggest loser of the offseason? I, I mean, I haven't gone through it, but the biggest loser of the offseason has to be KD. 
every move he's made is horrible. Oh yeah, he he needs that. Russell on the court. Westbrook has been roasting him nonstop. I got I got something coming from part two as my little quip of the day, <laughs> and I got something coming up for him. But uh, man, I think I think he uh, I think he's at his apex right now. I think he is never going to be better than he is this next year, and I think he's got fire. He got the motivation. I love it. Yeah, you. I he's think he's right. Goofy as fuck. I looked at it as kind of like a, a toss up, but you're right. He definitely needs some on court to distract. For whatever the fuck's going on with him off the court, because just did a bit every fucked move up. he makes is bad. It's, yeah, yeah. He's the, the internet's least favorite person. On to right. the last one. Oh, this is this so is spicy. This is so spicy. I love it. Rookie of the year. Is this the most exciting rookie of the year race we've had for for how long? It's been. Well, I mean, Dario Saric, Mark, Rocket was pretty good. That was, that was a ticker tape finish. Yeah, it was down to the wire. My uh, friend who went to Virginia was really passionate. Really passionate about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, last year's rookie of the year was dull, dull, dull. There's been a few. Last year's rookie of the year was like. Just 31 games equal... Yeah, can we just give it to Embiid? We just like Embiid better. Can we just give it to him? We actually don't like Sarge. Wait, Sarge is still playing? Like, yeah, yeah. Malcolm Brogdon won. Like, yeah, like, it was um, an insane... This year is so exciting. There's so many enticing players, so many interesting numbers right there. Um, the rookie of the year going forward, I mean... Really, like the fact that the, the Philadelphia 76ers alone are so stacked with Rookie of the Year candidates because Ben Simmons technically can, can qualify for Rookie of the Year. To win the rookie <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the 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 Ponzi scheme that is the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. We're gonna break down some of the top uh, the top odds, guys. You have Ooh, absolutely Lonzo Ball. Do you believe the hype? Six six points a game, eight assists, seven. Nope. I'm imagining right around there, but he is uh, he is two point four to one. You got Ben Simmons, uh, technically a rookie, at 2.8 to 1. Dennis Smith. Mm. I love this guy. Dennis Smith Jr. 3.7 to 1. I saw him at 5 to 1 on Bovada. I don't know. That might be that's Yeah, tasty. it's listed there, too. Uh, yeah, it, it's bouncing around. It's probably yeah. Like oh, there's a big number. This is 12 and a half to 1. But uh, we'll probably go around. We'll call it 4 to 1. Fultz, 10 to 1. So that's interesting. Now you got two uh, two players. The same it. team in the top four. That's yeah. really interesting. Tatum, I think eleven and a half to one. I think that's a horrible bet. I think he's not going to get any playing time. Hey, Fox, hey, hey, hey! You bite your tongue. Because your team is so good. The team is so stacked. I right, think right, I like Tatum. Right, I don't like him for good the year, but I just like him as yeah, a player. Yeah, yeah, sure. De'Aaron Fox twelve to one. Uh, Josh Jackson seventeen to one. I think. I don't think defense translates to winning uh, mm-hmm. the uh, rookie of the year. Donovan Mitchell. Now here is some real value. 18 and a half to 1. Ooh, I have a 20 Mitchell. to 1 on Bovada, oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. So 18 and a half, 20 to 1, yeah. Donovan Mitchell Call gets some, same, yeah. some juice on Donovan. I like that. And I like that. Injured Malik Monk at 28 to 1. Uh, Jonathan Isaac, impossible. Like, this guy could not win. <laughs> I'll bet against this. First bet against the Warriors making the playoffs. He's at 40 to 1. And, yeah. Zach Collins, Portland Trailblazers. He's not even getting, not even getting minutes in preseason. <laughs> He's 42.5 to 1. Sam, don't bet on Zach Collins. Don't Stop. Stop. Don't I'm, oh, I, was, I was on my way to Bovada right now to bet on Zach Put Collins. Put money away. Oh, my goodness. Uh, talk about, like, what What are the things that uh, that jumped out at you about like, about these odds and stuff like that? And why do you think it is that Lonzo is, is, is the top odds maker right now? Like, what do you think? I think LA is going to make a big jump because they added veterans. I, I think... I think Brooke Lopez and especially KCP, you add a defensive-minded dude to a young team, that helps them so much. Because 
young guy, they're not good at defense. So you had this dude. Sam's already updated my Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. I was, was going to use a, an alternate source of research other than our odds, and, and I'm recording on this one. So, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. so I, I think uh, I think LA is going to make a big jump. This, this is my prediction. Is I, you know I, I think they're over. I, I think they are going to be knocking on the door of like 35 wins. Man, but I love that under. I love that under. I think people are going to give the. It's like wins. the people are chanting Cal Kuzma's name. I love that under. But you know, are they going to credit Lonzo? Like, hey, last year we sucked. We had 24 wins. This year we mm-hmm. have 34 wins. Like, Lonzo, like, I, I don't think it, it should be attributed to him. I think the team got better. I think he's a good player on this team. I, I don't think he's going to be an MVP candidate or Ben Simmons. I don't like either of those no. players. If I had to choose, and this is one of my best bets, I'm thinking Dennis Smith. I like I'm that. I'm really sad that it, it got down to 3.7 because I could have got much better odds a lot earlier. It kind of sucks that you're taking the, what, the ninth, ninth player in the draft. You only get a three and a half to one. But uh, I, Dennis I'm, Smith at three point seven to one. Yeah. One of Matt's best bets for rookie of the year. I'm taking it. I like that. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm all out on the uh, on the Seventy Sixers. Uh, I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. And I think that the uh, I think we have so many good rookies this year that we're gonna see a contributing rookie on a playoff team. And I think that that might be the factor that, that raises the, them above the bar. I think the Tatum's team is going to be too good. So, again, I look I mean, back. that's what happened last year. Malcolm Brogdon didn't have a great statistical season, but he was a contributor. He was a contributor to a playoff team. He yeah. was, he was, he was, he was a, a solid contributor to a playoff team. And Dario Sarge is a goddamn stiff. No, he's, a, he's, he's the new Tony Kukoc who gives a shit. Um, uh, he's the best of the feds. Um, so what's going to happen? What's going to happen this year? Which one of these players can be a contributor on, on, a, on a playoff team? I like Dennis Smith a lot. At only uh, the number he was at, well, you said three and a half to one. He's getting a lot of buzz, a lot of hype. He's definitely going to throw down some exciting dunks. He's going to be a highlight guy. I don't know if his turnovers and his playing time with, the, with, uh, with Rick Carlisle style, with his numbers, I just don't like that enough. And, there's, and some other guys down the line I kind of like. So, again... What do you think is going to happen? Uh, Aaron Fox was interesting at 16-1. to 1. Yeah, that, that was the one that got to me. That was interesting. I really don't like it, it when I, point guards... I would like putting money on him. Yeah, you like that. You like putting money on him. I don't like it when point guards can't shoot. And he reminds me of like a tinier Alfred Payton. He can fucking but a, dunk. But, he can, but he's, a, he's a great defender. He's an amazing athlete. I love the fact that he busted Lonzo's ass in college. Ooh. In all the games they played, he just... Busted like his ass. On him. Just dropped points on him and just hounded him all around the court. I love his attitude. He's a scorer. Even though he can't shoot, he's a scorer. Like he... I just, I just don't like the. I, I don't like. I don't think he's gonna be. I don't like the team that they built in Sacramento. I don't. I don't really like what they're doing. George Though, Hill um, has been named the starter. George Hill. Yeah, exactly. So interesting. I mean, George Hill. Probably a good mentor for Young to Aaron. He's a great defensive point guard. Or at his peak, was a great defensive point guard. He might be past his peak right now. Donovan Mitchell. I had a twenty to one. Um, if the Jazz make the playoffs, you got to figure Donovan Mitchell. Exum is now out for I believe for the season, so I mean uh, he's still. All right, PX. But Donovan is backing up Rubio, and I think that Rubio is going to be motivated. And Rubio is a great defensive player too. The Jazz are going to have a defensive identity. I don't know if the PT is going to be there for you. Can we Donovan. bet Australian League futures? Because I want to Exum next year as most improved player in the Australian League. Really? I, want, um, I, want, I thought you just wanted to. Bet, I want to bet against Australian all international competition. They have Andrew Bogut's corpse, Ben Simmons' hypothetical 
medical contributions. Dante Exum's broken, wounded body. Patty Mills, Patty, Patty Mills probably had Joe Ingles got paid. You got to pay Joe Ingles. Fat Joe Ingles. Fat Joe Ingles. Yeah, exactly. He's eating kangaroo barbecue. All right, I like a player um, who I was trying to desperately research because you mentioned that he might uh, he, he might be hurt right now. A playoff team in the Eastern Conference. Uh, has just lost one of their main contributors, a wing who is expected to play major minutes and be a big scorer and carry the burden load. Batum is out. I like Malik Monk. I have him at Bovada, 33 to 1. Yeah, I think he was on here about the to 1. That is one of my best bets. Malik Monk, rookie of the year, 33 to 1. I think he is... This is one of those, if Sam hits it, it's game over. Well, almost game over. Tucson at 28 is lurking. But I I like Monk at 33 to 1. For rookie of the year, because I think he's going to get opportunity because of Batum going down. I think that team's going to need scoring, and I think they have the talent to be a playoff team. I love his confidence. I don't, you know, a lot of people have been talking about how in every interview he mentions the fact that New York passed him up. (laughs) He obviously has a chip on his shoulder. I don't know if he's super happy to be in Charlotte, but he obviously has a chip on his shoulder. Um, I liked a little bit what I saw from Lamb in preseason, but, I mean, this is a team that's needed a scorer, shooter, go-to guy. He certainly has the balls and the confidence. This is a guy who partnered with Darren Fox and was a great backcourt guy. I think he's going to partner well with Kemba. Um, I, I, I like If he comes hot at the gate, I'm going to feel real, real good about this. Sam, on the Charlotte beat, I've been watching... Lamb in the preseason. Holy fuck, dude. That's like, two things I've never done. Like, <laughs> yeah. Lost Lamb or Charlotte preseason. Or oh, Charlotte preseason, right? Okay, I, I like your bet. All right, well, that's... Let's recap. Let's just recap real quick the best bets that we've got to so far. Um, I, I have... Uh, I'll do... I only have three best bets in this part one. Yep. The Timberwolves to miss the playoffs at plus 475. Brooklyn Nets to make the playoffs at plus 900. And Malik Monk, Rookie of the Year, at 33-1. to 1. Why do I feel terrible Sam about is, these now? Damn, Sam was reaching. Matt you is... Uh, you want to break down yours? Yeah, yeah, I went through mine. I took a couple of leaps based on, like, you know, Golden State might get injured. I took Houston, 28-1 to 1 to win it. OKC, 16-1. to 1. A lot of talent on those teams. You know, something shakes right. One of those teams is probably in the mix. And then I went the other way. I took a very little value. I took Memphis, minus 130. To miss the playoffs. To miss the playoffs. I need to bet 130 bucks. Or sorry, I bet 100 bucks, so I win about $80. Uh, Durant, I got him plus 400. Oh, sorry, plus 550. Yep. A little updated odds. Uh, rookie of the year, I got Dennis Smith at uh, 375. Three, 375. Uh, not great value. I could have got much better value betting him uh, last month. And then I got the Wizards minus 125 to. Uh, do something. I didn't write this down. Win the division. To win the division. To win the division. Win the division. Yeah. So, so I, you got a, a mix of long shots, uh, minus odds, and small favorites. I, I kind of like my side, but uh, Sam. Sam <laughs> I kind of like, like, like your side, too. Sam, you got seven motherfucking bets coming up. Part yeah. two is going to be intense. We got Part two is called The Wong. We got some crazy. We got some crazy we bets, man. First, co- first coach fired. Yeah. We want, uh, you know, Blocks, leaders, like we got some wonky We got NBA bets. records that we think are gonna go down records in the following year. Miss most, I have two most improved player bets. I'm gonna hedge. It's gonna get really weird oh, in the next man. section. This was super super fun. No I, I really else. enjoyed it. 
Uh, thank you guys for being with us as always. This has been Dunky Very Much, October 10th. Happy 10-10 to you and yours. Hope you had a great weekend. Happy Columbus Day to those back home. And uh, and we will come at you happy soon. Happy Thanksgiving to Canadians. Yeah, the Canadians. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, I don't know what kind of crops you're bringing in the middle of October, you fucking Canucks. But good luck to you guys anyway. And uh, we're going to catch you next time. Part two of our NBA Futures pod is hot. coming right at you, ladies and gentlemen. Dunky Very Much. Taiwan's number one NBA English language podcast. Bye-bye. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye.